0: They did this because they wanted to have uh, more participation of the of the investors in terms of share count while keeping, maintaining the equity percentage. Yeah. So, it's, what does it, it mean is, to do <laughs> to no, it? It doesn't make sense. Also, like, yeah, you yeah. have more share count, but your equity percentage is the same. It's same. still the same. Like. Yes, yes, yes. More yes. pieces of the cake, but still put together, still one cake. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it doesn't make sense. I, I, I mean, what, what makes me really frustrated about the malaysian market is that they have so many of these kind of cap, cap, uh, corporate actions uh, yes yes it's like does it really bring value correct you know if they if they say that they, okay they need to raise capital why don't they just do a simple like capital raise instead yeah. of like rights issues uh, and they call it bonus, bonus is it just I a split yeah i mean make it a split yeah, yeah. why why <laughs> must it say all this like bonus like is it psychology is it like saying yeah. In the Asian way you say yes. hey, you got bonus, you get more, right? But it's just the same. Yeah, I just-
1: Now, inside it, we share with you the tips and tricks to bring your stock investing skills to the next level. The best part, it's only 10 pages long and it's totally free. Whether you're on Spotify or YouTube, the link to download is in the description or you can go to www.firl.co F-R-E-E or www.firl.co free. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the viral podcast. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, this will be, I believe, either the first or the second. Or even uh, the third week of the yeah, 2022. Third week of 2022. So, Happy New Year to you. And today's guest is a friend, a student of ours, and uh, probably one of the earliest investors in Tesla that you probably know. Of course, that story will be left for him to tell. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Mr. Kevin Liu. Thank you, MJ and John, for inviting. Um,
0: I'm very honored that okay. uh, you, you, you chose me to be on your podcast. <laughs> uh, your introduction was quite apt. Uh, I was a, I'm a student of your uh, SIB uh, the class. And uh, maybe I'm not the earliest Tesla investor. Maybe the earliest that you know, but I do know Malaysian. Uh, there are a few Malaysian. Right. Uh, investors were really much earlier than than I than I am. Yeah, but
2: I think your your the manner in which you came across Tesla actually really interests us. Uh,
1: yeah, we'll talk about we'll, we'll, it. Yeah, for yeah sure. we'll talk about it. But before yeah. that, as as, as always, right, we wanna get a sense of who you are when you're a lot younger. Uh, we like origin stories, right, to tell people where you came from and all that. And yeah, how, how, how were you like, you know, when you were a lot younger before 10 years old, what do you think about money investing and things like that?
0: Okay. Um, I come from, a maybe an average middle-class family. My parents are, uh, public servants. Okay. So, uh, I was very, uh, studious. Okay. So I do not, I have, I, if you're talking about money wise, I do not. I mean, when I was young, there were no, uh, Formal education or anything regarding finances, mm-hmm. but what I know from my uh, parents that w- were that they were very conservative okay. and very uh, conscious about uh, money. As um, I I I'm fortunate that there were no like um, times of really tight money, but uh, we were not. Uh, not on, uh, We we didn't live lavishly, not mm. not luxurious, uh, just normal, uh, everyday uh, life. Then uh, I think in my uh, secondary times, secondary school times, I started to like, wanted to be an accountant mm. somehow. Interesting choice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know why. I can't recall, but it has been the ambition. In my secondary school, up to just before university, mm. so maybe it's because of uh, hearing that uh, accountancy uh, requires like maths and 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 uh, uh, maybe a bit of uh, analytics or something like that. So uh, I I had that that goal in mind. So I got into uh, uh, the science stream, and then I started. Uh, Discovering like engineering, discovering you know physics, chemistry, okay. and um, after I graduated, I uh,
1: got a scholarship to go to Germany ah. to study uh, engineering. But before that, fun fact: uh, I remember a conversation that day. We were actually from the same school, right? Yes. Seaport uh, in your time, yes. and then Supermata in My yeah. okay, just fun fact. Even, Even primary school, we were the same. Yeah, primary right? school is the same also. Yeah, it's yes. crazy. Very crazy. Mm.
0: So. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my parents were, uh, they did not like impart me in uh, any form of investing, but my my mom were quite adamant to uh, save up our uh, Ampao money. Mm-hmm. And I do not, I, I have not spent any money of my, uh, from my Ampao when I was young. I see. And it was all like in a joint account with my with my mom. I see. And uh, if you're talking about investing, what I remembered from my dad is that he always wants me and my brother to like, you know, don't don't invest because everything is uh, a scam. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> maybe because he lost money in the in the stock market. Okay. I remember in the in ninety eight uh, when I was a uh, Form Three like that. I see. So there was like I I know there there was a financial crisis in Malaysia, and uh, that time I was also I remember my my first really um, contact with uh stock investment or shares in Malaysia was I was uh, with my babysitter okay so i had like a nanny uh, in the afternoons and she uh, asked me to copy down the on the teletext oh yeah the Uh the stock prices so that she can look through it or somehow i don't know do what Uh maybe just Uh come so that that was my really first um, contact with uh, stocks uh. yeah and then after that uh, in the university i also didn't really it was too busy with uh, studies then uh then I went to my career. Then only during my my uh, working times that I really started to uh, look into compounding the, the net worth and and see what what ways to invest. Uh. I see. Let's let's dial it back again. Mm. Oh, did, so you it was a pretty unique choice because
2: uh, you went to Germany to study and you know our prior conversations shared that you you, uh, you went to this place called German Malaysian Institute. Uh. Um when you actually uh, took on this uh, uh, this scholarship and this uh, this course, um, what was the first things that you noticed when you, you got into Germany? What what was the was there a big culture shock for you when you went there?
0: Um, if you are it, like okay, so uh, in when when I first arrived in Germany, uh-huh. I think the first thing that really uh, really shocked me was the the temperature okay so it was really cold okay i reached there in uh, on in uh, january 11 2000 and 2004 wow yeah, january 11, so 2004. Okay. Yeah, that was the the day i i i set foot on the on germany yeah so that that was really the first thing was really the, the coldness okay and then the freshness of the air ah. that was the first thing and then as time goes on uh really what shocked me was the punctuality of the people there <laughs> they really respect uh, time okay and any other culture wise i wouldn't say shock me that much i like the way that they uh if you can make friends with a german right uh-huh. you can be really good friends ah. but if you are not friends with them right they can be really cold i see ah. yeah so that is a bit different like in asia where when you sometimes you even colleagues can just go out and and have lunch you know but in Germany, they really uh, divide that personal and professional relationship. I see. But if yeah. you are friends, right? You are really good friends. You are like like family. Uh,
2: I see. You can you share a lot of things? I see. And how do you see normally uh, in a way foreigners uh, break that cycle and be friends with Germans? You, 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 what? You have to drink? <laughs> you have to what socialize? What what were the things that you noticed that you could be
0: friends with the Germans? Uh? Uh, mutual interest. Ah. Mutual interest. There's, there's not 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 much like you say drinking or socially uh, uh, social like engagements it's really mutual interest I have a very good friend um we started to to be really close because at that time I was uh collecting Lego ah and he also had interest in Lego I see so we started to to, to have that mutual interest and also coincidentally i played uh the card game magic the gathering ah. and also he also played it i see so we got very close together and then we, we spent a lot of time so then suddenly we, then we get very close but i see for the rest you know that like if sometimes we have like uh work parties we just uh if other colleagues just drink but if there's no mu- mutual interest right there's really nothing further we, I, we don't move on as as closer friends,
2: friends understand hmm. understand no it was actually a leading question so when you got to work in Germany and all that right after your studies. What was the culture like in regards to money and savings? What was there? Do they talk about it openly? Or do they,
0: you know, it's a very hush-hush thing. Mm. What what was your take? Uh, Personal finance is definitely a a taboo in in German uh, conversations. Mm. So personal finance and politics, we don't really talk openly. Really? Really? Yeah. Uh, but if you are really close friends, then of course you can talk a lot about about uh, money. Mm, mm, mm. What I see generally from the Germans is that they are a country of savers. they really save. I see. So they don't have that speculative uh, mood or se- the speculative kind of uh, uh, manner towards money. Okay. So they are very conservative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that boils down also to the way that they have a very secure... Uh, social
1: system mm. there. So you invest do not, for them like basically in a way. Uh,
0: basically not not invest for them. Basically that you even if you don't have a job, you are sick, right? You have the basic needs covered. Uh. Understand. So you do not need to have to be like super rich or to be uh, above everyone else to 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 survive. I see. Yeah. So there even even um the, the rich there, the ultra wealthy there is like right, very um secretive it's not like in the us where everyone knows who 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 makes how much money mm, so it's mm. very they are very i mean like in the where i, where I live right there's a there's a billionaire who is i think considered like the top 5 richest in in germany at the time okay and nobody knows that he was uh, really uh, what does he do there because mm. he's very down to earth I see. so he drives like a normal car and everything. the only news that came out right was that during if you remember the during the uh, Volkswagen short squeeze. Uh-huh,
2: uh-huh.
0: Uh, he committed suicide at the train tracks. Oh, no. And that was when we found out that- He's oh, a billionaire. He's a, he, he's, a he, he's there. I mean, he's still there. I see. Um, yeah. So He's passed on Passed on at uh? that time, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs>
1: so, I mean, I know, uh, am, I, am I correct to say that you started getting interested in investing during your time in Germany?
0: Yeah, yes. So, I uh, after I graduated- I, I started my, my first paycheck, first official job. I actually invested my first paycheck already. Ah, yes. nice. so I started, but at that time, I was uh, quite ignorant about uh, investing. So from what I just know is that, okay, you can buy shares and then you hope that the price goes up at that time. And Were you
2: already interested in reading
0: about investing? When no, see? at that time, no. Ah. I'm just interested in uh like saving, a way of saving. I'm, I'm just thinking that like it should be a way of saving. I see. Just to help... Like uh increase the, the returns uh, from ah. S because uh Euro has like now it's negative interest rates at that time it was at 0.25% or 0.5%. So definitely there's no there's I, I cannot grow my money. I see. Yeah. So I went to uh the bank, my bank, and at that I was very naive. So I just said I want to invest in the stock market or funds. Like, how do I do this in Germany? Wow. So the, the banker uh, said, okay, you, you open a, a brokerage account so you can buy our funds, you can buy the stock market from here. La. And then, so I, I said, okay, uh, I'll try it. I put 20,000 uh, euros. Mm. And uh, that was my savings from my work during my student times. I see. And also my first paycheck. Mm. So uh, they uh, opened it up for me and uh, the banker introduced a couple of funds. They say okay, you can uh, put in a, a few funds first. And I say, what about if I want to, because at that I don't know. So I say, what about if like I want to uh, just save in like a normal savings or a, a, a fixed deposit, right? Yeah. He said that the, the the rates were very low. And he asked me, what about your country? So I say in Malaysia was like 4% at the time, 4, 5%. Hey, oh, then it's better you you save in Malaysia right? because yeah. if you have people there, right? Then yeah. I say, okay, but uh, I, I don't want to. <laughs> because, <laughs> because it doesn't make sense. Uh, you just transfer and you're going to use in Germany. I see. I say, yeah. Yeah, so, Okay, then he opened up. But after three months, I realized that he did not give me the best advice. Mm. Because uh, he only introduced his funds. I see. The, the DWS, the Deutsche Bank funds. I see. And also he opened an account, the brokerage account, which is a managed one. Also oh, he's getting a higher yes. commission. So every year I have to pay <clears throat> whatever happens, you have to pay, I think, 0.1% I see. of my of the assets under management. So then I thought it doesn't make sense because. Yeah. I don't have a lot of money, and then I can do my own uh, research. research. Right? Then that time I started to really understand what is investment, what how to how to invest in uh, good companies, how to look for companies, and then I straight away go to the bank. and say, please close this down. Okay. Uh, do you have any other choices? Then he said, then only he introduced. Yes, we have a discount brokerage <laughs> under uh-huh. our bank. It's a different name, <laughs> but it's a subsidiary. Okay. Then I went there, and the the prices are really big difference uh, with them to the to minimum uh, commission is like 29 euros uh, to, to make a trade. But when I go to discount, right, it's like 890 euros per trade. Uh, so it's very big difference. So for yeah. me, it was quite a big difference, right? Uh, and then, but then he also said, yeah, but you won't be getting any advice from me. And I said, I'm not getting any advice <laughs> from you anyway. <laughs> right. What, what advice? Uh, yeah. So then I said, okay, right, you, you cancel it. And I just go to it. Then now I'm still holding that the same brokerage. La. Okay, and I hold most of my assets there. Actually is it currently. is it uh, just for my curiosity' sake?
2: Is it difficult? Uh, you had a work permit and everything in Germany, yes. right? Is it difficult to open a brokerage account if you are like uh on a normal? Oh, I wouldn't say even a
0: normal visa uh, as a tourist or a foreigner in Germany. I think you are not allowed to hold a bank account that easily, la. I see. Not, not not that not that easy. I'm not sure about nowadays. Okay. But at that time, uh, even to open our first like student account, uh-huh. we need to show that we are living there. We have uh, like like a like a like a residence residency uh, legality there, like. I see. I so see. you cannot just go like as a tourist to open. Okay. A, 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 that, that's as far as I know from the from the Deutsche Bank side, la. But I if see. you are talking maybe about maybe some international banks like HSBC, or well, I'm not sure. Okay. Hmm.
2: Okay. Great. Um. So. Thanks for highlighting that story. I mean, it's pretty pretty similar to I, I guess Malaysia or anywhere else, right? Where if you go to a bank, this is this is what. So when you started investing into stocks, and um, you said that you were reading up after you opened this account, were the resources uh, at that point of time when you investing were they? plentiful were they uh diverse enough and did they did they give you the information that you need actually
0: uh definitely if you compare to today that uh, the at that time it was really uh, you're talking about
2: 1990 no I'm talking uh, about uh really 2008,
0: 2008 I see 2008 2009 uh but that was after the like the great financial crisis so uh there were like also hot topics like the the, the crash is happening or how will it recover you know all those all those uh topics so at that time I think I that I did not join any forums or did not join like any classes. I just started to just read. Uh. Mm. Just uh, all the normal things that we, we have learned before, you know, like the, the from Benjamin Graham, from uh, the Rich Dad Poor Dad, all those mm. things. Uh. Okay. I just, just just absorb whatever I can. And then uh, I did not have a really like a thought out plan on how to like identify companies. I see. So at that time I was more like, uh, okay, hey, I, I'm, I, I eat McDonald's. So I think, McDonald's are growing. It's growing, right? I just look, uh, just roughly, rough idea. Oh, okay, they are opening uh, restaurants, and then uh, people are still eating McDonald's. So, okay, and I invest in McDonald's, and then no things like that. Just, just very big picture, la, Not, not really driving, in, drilling down into the finances. I At time, I don't have any. I also don't have any, uh, like finance, uh, 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 formal financial education. So, I see.
1: It's just like feeling only. So, what was your first investment? Was it McDonald's or uh, something
0: else? I can't remember. But if you are talking about the fund that the the guy introduced, ah. right? Ah. It's the. Uh, action Deutschland. Okay. So it's a very uh aggressive growth uh Germany growth fund. It's actually doing quite well. Okay. I still hold it. Okay. So uh. It's also it's, it's actually okay lah. He, he did give a good advisor I mean he didn't Eventually. Vote, yeah. yeah but the fees are very high and yeah, uh, I understand. yeah. but it's it's beating benchmarks so. do, do, do you remember the fees what were the fees like? just to do comparison to uh, what we have in Malaysia Okay there's a front load of 5% okay
1: standard, okay, standard,
0: yeah. standard. Yeah. Okay. but uh because I am the 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 Deutsche Bank customer right okay. so they give me 2.5% I see okay and then i think the yearly fees was like one point i think the total expense was like i don't know mistaken, a high of like two percent wow high okay. of two percent okay average i think about one, 6, like la, 1 point something okay it's, it's so, on the high side la. so it's actually quite similar to what we have in more movie. or less la. yeah actually more or yeah. less yeah so but what about your first stock my first thought i actually can't remember but i uh. think i think it's Royal Dutch
1: Shell. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think how so. Come. <laughs> the, okay, yeah. regardless whether it's the first, uh, what, what, what Why? why? Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, RDS? I, I actually, don't know. Uh, <laughs> you I actually don't, remember. don't know. I don't remember. I think because of the dividends. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. They were yeah, they, they're at that still time, famous for dividends. I yeah. don't know whether they still are, but they were very famous for yeah, dividends. So. I think it's because of dividends. And also at that time, I was looking at euro denominated stocks. I think. I see. Mm. So then they had the the, the euro denominated. So I, I I didn't really look into US yet. So I was starting to I was looking at local first. I was looking at like BASF. All oh, those on the DAX. SAP. Ah? Yes.
1: Okay. So then when do you move on to the US? I think not long after that la, Not long after okay. that. Mm. Yeah. What yeah, prompted I, you? Just pure curiosity or? I think pure
0: curiosity. Ah, like looking at. Uh, you see, after the crash, and then you're looking at um, the valuations, or I mean, not really valuations. I'm just looking at what, 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 what things do people still buy? You know, what, what, what can still grow? So I, I think at that time, I started to look into like, uh, like McDonald's, mm. like uh, what else? I even got, I think got, I got Philip Morris as well. Oh, mm-hmm. the the. But the you're secrets. not a smoker, right? No. Okay. But that one was I cut off already. But at that time, like At that time, you know, I feel like. These kind of things people would still be buying. Yeah. Yeah. And then only I started to grow, go to like those really tech stocks. When I started, I think in the third year, third or fourth year. I see. Then I started to like uh, discover as I was in Nokia, I started to discover like uh like Apple is growing, mm. Microsoft, you know, all those stocks. Yeah, I think for yeah. some context we missed out. So
2: uh Kelvin's uh background is actually engineering and he's f- what w- take us through your a bit of your career history and then probably we tease out the stock ideas from there. Because I think that's where, uh, <laughs> uh, to the guests, we had an interesting conversation over lunch in the previous that one. And then we were like holding ourselves back from asking yeah. more because we wanted to bring all these stories to the pot. So maybe your first job after you, and you were
0: based in which part of Germany again? Okay. So I, I studied and lived in uh, Ulm, Germany, U-L-M. Okay. It's a bit hard to pronounce, but yeah. Um, so I studied in the University of Applied Sciences there okay. for uh, four and a half years. Okay. And at that, at that time, I we need to do uh, industrial training during our, our work, uh, our studies. Mm. So I had like a total of two semesters or so total of about one year of uh, internship in uh, Nokia, okay. which is actually also just, I uh, can say, a few streets away only, so How, it's very convenient. Nokia is finished and mm. why did they base themselves in Ulm? uh that is like a like a an R and D center. Ah, yeah, there's an R and D center in Ulm. There is a factory in Bochum in Germany. Okay, and the R and D is in uh, Ulm. Okay, I think they they opened there because I think they had like incentives a few years back. I see to to have R and D centers there. Daimler is based. Uh, Daimler. Technology Center is also there. Okay. I think BMW IT is also still there. I see. So they have incentives. Uh. It's a science park. Uh. They call it a science park. I see. Takata is there. Okay. Was there. Okay. Closed down already. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was lucky to, to secure uh, the internship for my industrial training. And then I also work part-time uh, after the, I mean not after uh, during the studies. Mm. So I work about like 16 hours per week. Like that, like. Oh. That's the maximum cap for a yes, yes. Student. that's a allowable while you are studying but for internship you can do 8 hours per day. Oh, okay. for internship I mean because there's no there's no studies during the 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 internship. I see. The industrial training, sorry. Okay. Yeah. So and then I got used to the the culture you know, I like that and then uh, when I when I graduated it was like just after the financial crisis of so 2008 end of 2008. Okay. So I was lucky to secure a job. Uh Nokia was not affected solar uh, at that time they were still uh growing. So I was lucky to 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 join that. So that was my first part of my career. Mm-hmm. And then in 2012, they closed down, okay, because of uh, you know the challenges in the mobile phone yeah. from Apple and and the dominance of the Chinese uh, companies. And then uh, I was lucky also that Continental came to um to to look for engineers. Continental, the the rubber tire com- company in Malaysia, but they do have a business in the car, uh, car, car. I mean,
2: what maybe, the, maybe the, context the for the components? audience.
0: What yeah. what does Continental do in the the, the business? This business that you join them. What, what do they do actually? Okay, so uh, Continental has about like half of it is in the tire business. Okay, and the other half is like a Bosch. So they provide components. They provide sensors to to the car companies. Mm. And for us. The uh the the the, the company the, the business unit that uh sort of acquired the mechanical engineers in, in Nokia was uh they are doing the ADA sensors, mm. the advanced driver's assistance systems. Mm. So they they're mainly in the infrared cameras, uh LIDAR, LIDAR and uh ultrasonic sensors. And you know, all those all those sensors that allow you to sense the car la, around that. So they they actually uh Contenda actually just acquired. The startup, it's actually a startup company. I see. They acquired it. So they need to aggressively recruit people because okay. they are starting to get uh they're starting to get like orders. So they uh took a lot of uh, the Nokia uh engineers and they actually uh, leased half of the Nokia building ah, so after they closed down. So okay. then I was lucky to to move there and a, great, a big part of our mechanical team also just moved to, to continental. To continental. Mm. Okay. So when you were in Nokia, what
2: what was uh, what was the role you were doing? What what was your day-to-day work actually?
0: Yeah, I started. Uh, I started and ended there also as a mechanical simulations engineer. Okay, what does so, a mechanical simulations engineer do? Yeah, for for Nokia, um, what I did was I was mainly uh, responsible for the uh, reliability of the product. Okay, in the mechanical aspect, so any mechanical stresses that the product will undergo especially before the prototyping, before the physical prototype, I will have to verify. I will have to approve the uh, designs. I see. So for example, a very big part is the drop test, uh, the drop test simulations. So of you a take phone. a phone and you yes. just like literally just... Yes. So in uh, Nokia, we had like, uh, we had a, a requirement that all phones at a one meter drop has to be, has to survive. Uh. Mm. So we have, uh, we have different tests. We have like the... Um, the directed directed test, that means there's like the corners. Okay. So corners, the like edges, drop like this. So all this has to be done by the test. And also there's a tumble test. So in the in the they have a like a, a, a thing that just turn around and tumble. Okay. So all this uh, has to be done in the simulations first to verify the design before we do the physical prototype. So that was my main job. I see. Day to day. I see. So anytime the designers have a, have a have a have a rough uh, design already. Then I will uh, work a bit uh, multidisciplinary. I will work with the antenna, the uh, PCB team, and the mechanical team. They provide me with the model, so I clean it up a bit. I put my uh, my my loads uh, my my constraints on it, okay. and then I run the simulations. I see. And then I will generate the reports, and then I will see what is the weakness, what suggestions I need to, uh, what
1: suggestions they need to do to strengthen to, the phone to strengthen uh. it. Yeah, to reduce the impact. Uh. Sorry to interrupt this podcast, I know it's a little bit annoying, but I want to tell you something that I think can be really helpful to you. I can tell you're really interested in the stock market and want to learn more about it so that you actually know what you're doing, especially when today things are getting more complex and complicated. That's why we came up with the Stock Investing Blueprint or SIB. It's our signature e-learning program that teaches you how to pick the right stocks most of the time, buy and sell it at the best possible time and manage your stock portfolio systematically. It currently has more than 10 hours of content and it's growing. You'll also be part of a group of like-minded investors that can help speed up your learning process. To hop on the program, click on the link in the description or go to learn.viral.co slash courses slash sib yeah so what's interesting about your time at nokia is that you joined right when the iphone was launched right yes and of course whenever people talk about the success story of uh uh, the iphone they will compare it with the failure of nokia correct and so you were right there actually dealing with the people on the ground what was it like as someone working at nokia looking at this thing new thing coming up called an iphone where there was no keypad and you know it was just all touchscreen and there was only one button. What was it like seeing that coming?
0: Uh, to be honest, when I started, nobody saw it coming. Mm. Actually, nobody saw it coming. Even
1: everyone in Nokia. Yeah. Uh.
0: Everyone was just thinking that this will be like an expensive uh, phone. Okay. Expensive device that the masses will not be able to afford. Mm. They thought that it would be like a Ferrari. Okay. Okay. It's something like it's, because what they draw parallels is that not everyone is using a Mac at that time right mm, 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 it was an expensive product it's mm, very niche mm. so that was what they yeah, are i think the the everyone was thinking even in nokia i think and uh, i think the root awakening really came a couple of years later about 2010 2011 that uh, everyone is accepting this it, it, it has become an aspirance you know like a, a aspiration of of, of the people mm. even though it's so expensive but people want to own it wants to like a Ferrari you know everyone wants one most yeah. of the people wants one right yeah. although they know that they cannot offer one I see so they can go through different challenges uh, just to say "Hey, I, I want to own one so they didn't see that la. I see and you were sharing an interesting project that
2: you actually Nokia came up your, your team actually came up with something of a cheaper version who juicy yeah 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 maybe you can share with us a
0: little bit about that so around i think 2010 2009 2010 if i'm not mistaken the uh as the as the iphone dominance became more apparent right okay uh our our team they we feel pressured because the top we so nokia has like three tiers of uh, products generally so there's the smartphone division which is the really high-end top end that's mostly done by the Finnish people. Okay. okay. In Germany, we have the mid end. Okay. So it's done by uh, mostly uh, German uh, Germany R and D and also uh, Beijing, Shanghai. Okay. So we have also there. <coughs> we have also there. Yeah. Then the low tier will be mostly in Bangalore in India oh. and also in China in certain areas as well. I see. So we are in the mid tier. So the 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 confusion was that the high tier, they they thought that Apple will only fight with the high tier. Ah. So the high tier was like, should we do this? Should we do that? Should we do like keypad? Should we not? So they were like, debating. debating, debating. So what, what the mid tier did was, actually this is a very like uh, grassroots initiative in, in UM, is that we thought, what if we put the, uh, the, the experience of the high tier into the mid tier? Mm. So around the 300, 400, 500 euro range. Yeah. And that time was exchanged about four, five. Yes. So thousand, two thousand ringgit. Yes. Now. That means the smartphones now you have, no smartphone now, most, mm. most now so three, 400 yep. uh, euros right yeah. uh, or a thousand, maybe yeah. some now even less than a thousand, you can get Correct. Chinese smartphones, right? Yeah. So at that time, yes. Yeah. So we started to, to brainstorm. You know? We started to see what can we put into the, the low end tier. And then actually we found out that we can actually have a, a relatively nice experience of the high tier into the mid tier at a relatively attractive price, mm. so they went for the Memo platform. Okay, it's an open source platform, but then we uh, heavily customize it to fit it onto the mid tier. I see. Yeah, so it can run smoothly on the mid tier with see. some hacks la, with some some ways of of making it. So of course they won't have like super high resolution cameras. They won't have. Uh, uh, high-performance games or what. But you know the UI, the first experience of a smartphone will be in the mid-tier. So this was the days when Nokia still was very uh,
2: strongly into Symbian and all that kind yes. of thing, right? And this was, uh, I can't remember, refresh my memory. When did Android really take acceptance? Much later, right? I think oh.
0: around that time, so 2011, 2010. And you
2: guys went with MIMO? Uh, yes. Was it easy to program? Was it the... Uh, um? The API adoption was it easy at that point? Uh,
0: I I don't have really insights there because I'm not in the software. But uh-huh. from what I've heard that, they went for Mimo and or or I think it's called Me-, Me. Memo is the open source one. Yeah. Okay. So they, they 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 modified. I think they what they did was that because I I think they chose Memo because uh Nokia was like in their consortium. Ah. So instead of going Android, because Android was like Google, okay. So they wanted to because it was like a fork of symbian or something. I like see, that. I see, yeah. I see. So I they see. just like the naturally okay la, We we try memo and actually surprisingly the results were quite good. I see. There was some high high end high tier which actually used Migo memo. I think the N nine hundred. Okay. I think, that, I think that that was one of the like the first ones. Okay. Although the design is a bit bulky and it's like more like an engineering. Uh, engineering prototype. prototype. But it's, mm. it's sold. It's so Very okay. small volumes. And it's actually quite, quite accepted. So then they thought, okay, what if we fork it and then we do a small, uh, I mean, like a, for the lower uh, processors. And uh. actually we, we did it. But unfortunately it was cut. What,
2: what, was there a reasoning given by Nokia? It, uh, just no one wanted to support it, is it? I
0: think, uh, I, I'm actually not so sure. So, but it was very abrupt because we actually... Managed to, to show something that is possible. <laughs> but it was quite early phase. It's, not like, it's like a, a proof of concept. La. I understand. And then uh suddenly just came the news that there's uh no, we're not gonna do that anymore. Gosh, wow. But a lot of money was actually invested there because we actually hired quite aggressively early 2000 late 2011 early 2012. for this division for this eh? this
1: one yeah oh. so in some sense the team within nokia did see it coming and they were already preparing to combat this what do you think it had a bad ending that it have
0: uh well i don't really understand what what you mean there. no i
1: said you know that like your team and all that you saw what apple was doing and mm. you all were trying to create things to, to compete right yeah. essentially or what do you think that, that never materialized in the end as a whole, not just what you were okay. trying to do as a whole, Nokia? Why what did they lose out? I think
0: I think it's the lack of that that uh, direction from the top. Mm. Because a lot of the engineers or a lot of the grassroots, we are actually quite innovative. We are actually very uh, I mean, not to put our own horn, but yeah. uh, there are really a lot of smart people mm. in, in, in Nokia. So the thing is that there's a lack of vision or direction, so sometimes you feel very demotivated because like you are doing something you think that okay, this this might might be useful for the for the product, yeah. But then when you when you show it right, it's like okay, we we will think about it, and then <laughs> there's no, no feedback, goes- you know. No, no <laughs> should we put in a roadmap? Should we like you no know, do something? That there was there was lack of this kind of coordination. Uh. I see. And 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 just to prove that point, right? I I actually know a, a guy who in 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 uh, in Nokia. He he can design antennas for the phone, right? Without using the software, so he has like like a, 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 like you can he can design and he can say okay this is not bad. Then he go and test. and yeah, then most likely wow. can work based on memory. Yes, yeah. based on experience, wow. you know, memory. And now he's working for Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> so there are smart people. There yeah. are really a lot of smart people is,
2: is, I think to sum it up, what you're saying is that a lot of these grassroots initiatives was not. Uh, molded into some sort of a, a roadmap plan, and uh, leadership didn't actually take that kind of initiative to
0: roll it out. Yes, like, maybe okay. it's because like uh, there's lack of coordination. Now. sometimes we we do innovation rounds, innovation weeks, you know, stuff like that. We do a lot of things, and but we we lack that feedback. That saying, okay, we will put this into the roadmap, and then let's move forward. Or and this one is not good; don't do it. You know, things understand. like that. But there's no, so we don't know what to f- continue. Understand? So as an engineer, right, if you don't have that feedback, right, you will just do the day-to-day. Oh. Understand. You just follow what is what is. I day think there's oh. good insights, ah. hmm. good insights. Because wow.
2: not being tapped, lah, virtually. Yes. Yeah. So let's move on to
0: Continental. So in Continental, what was what was your role? What what do you do actually there? Ah? It's actually the same. Okay. Most of it the same. But of course, uh slightly different is that uh, it's an automotive product, huh? Okay. So the product is basically almost the same size of a phone. So we have the sensors so around this side, around like a, a palm size uh, devices. So there are the radars, cameras, and everything. So of course, the, the challenges now is not like drop tests. The challenges now is like thermal uh, reliability mm. and uh, like you no know, water tightness. Uh, maybe like uh, so the, 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 the warping... Vibration? Vibration, yes, yes, reliability, all those things. Nah. Okay. So it's r- roughly the same because it's still a piece of PCB inside with cameras, uh, you know, and then still two covers or, or metal coverings on it. So it, it's a very natural transition okay. to, to the to the new thing, but uh, the, the processes are different. Nah, the I processes. think also, correct me if I'm wrong,
2: Kevin. Um, Based on my understanding, automotive electronics, the tolerance or the uh, requirements are actually much, much higher than consumer products, right? Yes. Would you say by a
0: factor of two or a factor of three in the inside? Uh I would say the it's hard to put it in numbers, okay. but I would say uh they are more stringent. Okay. They are more stringent because of uh, regulations regulations, there are laws to it. La. Mm, so mm. for a consumer product like a phone, right? There are no really laws to it. Mm. It's just like, we feel that we want to be this reliable we do it i see yeah but for automotive is different so the regulations is fixed already okay so you have to exceed that i see and also you have the very big burden of documentation so ah. that one is a bit also uh getting i have to get used to that understand hmm. understand
2: uh also maybe for the context of the audience so when you talk about um pcbs or the components that go inside uh, uh car parts, right? Um, will you be able to share with us, I I, I know it doesn't need to Mm. be precise, but in terms of costing, Mm -hmm. will it be probably two times, three times more expensive than the normal PCB you use for a consumer? I don't think so. Okay. I
0: don't think so. So what's the cost difference in a way? I think it's relatively the same. Oh, relatively the same. same Because even in the consumer products, the the quality threshold is very high. Ah. Yeah. Reliability is still very important. So there's no like saying that, oh, lousier chips we use for consumer products, higher chips we use for for, for, uh, automotive. for automotive. I see. I, I, there's, I think I think it's a myth. Lah. There's no such thing. Even you say some military grade chips, right? Uh, it's actually still the same chips. It's just that we can sell it more expensive to you, we sell to you. Lah. Uh, but it's actually from the same
2: production. I see. But hmm. is, I I would guess probably the cost increase will also come from more paperwork. More work, yes. Uh, testing. Yes. Yes. Thing. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: probably from there uh, yes. but it, cost of manufacturing itself, it would be roughly the same yes. uh, in a way. Materials like manufacturing, I think it's roughly the same. I think more of the work is like uh the, the hours needed to, to bring that to market is I see. longer. I see, hmm. I see. So
2: what made Continental, I mean they're tier one automotive supply till today, right? What made it so uh, what's so great about Continental? Is it because of the breadth of the services they have, or is it because of the technical expertise? What's the unique selling proposition
0: for Continental? Uh, the, the, the thing is in Continental, we, we are working very much in silos. So ah. I cannot really talk about the whole business. Ah. It's a bit different when in Nokia, where we have like, um we have an all hands meeting, we can really know what is happening to I the see, company. I see. So Continental is unfortunately a very, very traditional, so we don't really know what is happening ah, with the other business units. Okay. So I, I can't really say what is the uniqueness of uh, Continental as a whole. Okay, but if you're talking about our if, of my my business unit where we are in the in the sensors, right? I think the uniqueness is that we in is that Continental at that time was uh, very competitive in the in the like I would say price uh, Price I are. would say price. Uh. Okay. Bosch Bosch has a larger share. Denso also has a quite a good quite, share. Yeah. yeah. Denso is quite big also. Delphi as well. But I think Continental at that time, because they actually acquired us as a startup. So at that time, ah. we were like trying to get volume. So I, I think that time was the pricing. Actually, Continental was actually catching up at the time. You know? It's ah. not, not the leader on the sensors, on the other sensors. I see. Mm. So maybe now would be a good- Now would be better, I think. Yeah.
2: I want to segue into the part where do you interact with customers and are all customers the same? And probably lead towards to your first chance encounter
0: with Tesla and why are they different from customers? Yeah yeah. 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 So uh I I I'm I do not have like I do not have the job of acquiring customers. Mm. So I cannot say all the customers. So what mm. I have worked, who whom I have worked before is uh Toyota, mm-hmm. uh, BMW, um, Mazda, okay. the small extent. Okay. Uh, Mercedes? No. Mercedes? No. I Mercedes was my colleague because okay. there was a very big uh, volume, I, so I see. We, we we split it out a Uh but I, I have anecdotes but mainly it's very, very uh process driven now uh, very process driven so they you write a spec
2: take us through the process you write a spec or they give you the spec and then you okay yeah
0: so <clears throat> it's like that um for for the luxurious brands like uh, mercedes and daimler uh-huh. so they have like a vision so they know that okay uh, we need to have like uh, these certain features in our coming seven years 10 year roadmap okay so they will have like a uh, like road shows they will have uh. Like uh, supplier meetings uh, mm. saying that okay, we want to do this. Okay, we, we we have done our concepts, we have we know that we can do this. So how how can you provide us with this kind of uh services or, or components or what? So then then the suppliers will then like show their technology. Uh. Okay. So then most of the suppliers already actually have a have a picture also uh, their, their vision, right? So we already have our product palette, our catalog and everything. Okay. So we will then move to getting this kind of uh Money, uh, this kind of uh, volumes first. This kind of orders. Okay. To to showcase our our technology. Okay. So then the requirements definitely will come both ways now, What we can do and what they want. Mm. So we try to get a, a middle ground something okay. like this. Okay. So then uh, the development will the development mostly will be done internal already. More of that is done actually integration. I see. With the with the with the uh OEMs. Okay. So let's say uh Mercedes say okay. I, uh, we, we think that the next uh our next generation will need like a radar that can see five hundred meters. Okay. So we have one. Okay, let's say can say yes, we have one. We have now it's like four hundred and fifty meters. Okay. That's the physical limit that we can do, let's say, right? Uh. So okay, I think we can work around with that. Then we, we just integrate now. Say how we can uh put it into their their current uh their their their, their car. Okay, the chassis use, size, whether it fits. Yes, whether it fits. Uh, and all the connectors, all those things are uh. mm. and that's mainly what what is being done on the on the day-to day uh. I see yeah and then then once the the, the first uh, samples are, are, are ready you know everything done, all the check marks are, are done that, <laughs> that takes like two years. Wow So it's not, it's not something that you do oh. in overnight uh. wow So it, it, yeah that, that's like uh, car companies they plan ahead 10 years on huh? they plan 10 years. product cycle is seven years. I see so it's very slow very slow so what actually i think what i did when i left right i think just only now came into market so you already
2: so you kind of roughly know if you were to buy the next car you'll be in a in a yeah. good position to say okay this is the time to upgrade because this is the biggest change in yes, yes. okay. so it's
0: actually very driven first by those top tier la, and then and then those uh and also like audi okay so we'll have a, a, a thing right and yeah. then after that, they will go towards like more cost driven, more uh, volume driven. Uh, then it will come like Volkswagen, Toyota, uh, um, Mercedes uh, to a certain extent. Okay, Honda. Honda, Subaru's, all those will come in. Uh. Okay. Then those more or less they will prefer off the shelf. What is
2: already done by yes, the more top, uh, tier one. top tiers? The luxurious one, yeah. What is the cost that I can manufacture yes, at scale? Yeah. Huh? yeah. That one
0: they really drill down into like if you need three screws, you take two screws, don't take three screws. Right. <laughs> So you really save because it it's like yeah, th- hundreds of thousands of cars, right? Yes. Yeah. So the volumes are different now. Nah. Like like seven series BMW will do like a few thousand per year. Yeah. So we can we can get our product uh, mature with them, and then after that goes down to the production ring production mani- uh, maturity where like Toyota they have like uh, six sigma or seven sigma kind yeah. of uh, reliability, right? You have mm-hmm. like one billion parts only can fail one. Ah. So then that time. Will be the high volumes, huh? because Toyota once they take is like two million, three million, four million, ah, right, instead of thousands, right? I see. I 4 see. as well, one, two million.
2: So, so in a way, okay. If I write to say this, huh, if you want to be guinea pig, you buy the seven series, huh?
0: <laughs> That's where a
2: yeah. lot of the failure, whatever happened, by the yeah. time it trickles down to the Toyota, it's already super re, in a way super reliable.
0: Yeah, like. in a way super reliable. But of course, I'm not saying that the 7 Series and, and, and S-Class S is not reliable. Mm-mm. It's just that the volumes are lower and the yield is lower. Mm. So of course, the prices are higher, but the technology works. Of course. Uh, the of course. technology course. has yeah. to work.
2: Yeah. Great. So you have these guys who come out with a very standard SOP in a way. Yes. So you've got your BMWs and your Mach. Then your chance
0: remnants with Tesla? Why, why do you felt, you know, hmm. uh, sh- share with us that story yeah. again, actually. So the contrast is very stark. I work with Toyota actually uh, on, a, on a longer basis because of their volumes, right? So uh, when I when I talk with Toyota engineers, when you have meetings, right, it's actually very rigid, you know, it's like, uh, okay, let's say they, they say, okay, uh, you want to change this screw because of cost efficiency, right? Okay, so let's change this screw. So I will give like a, that's okay. like a suggestion. recommendation. Nah. Yeah. Okay, yes, we can change this, but you know, the strength. pros and cons, yeah. whatever. Or, or maybe like volumes or whatever. Then the, the engineers will say, okay, let me talk to my boss. And the boss is usually not an engineer. And they say, okay, wait, then you will wait like two weeks. Okay. And they will come back and say, okay, let's make a meeting. <laughs> not say yes or no, no. Let's make a meeting. Okay. Because I've already given all the information. Okay. Let's make a meeting. Okay, meeting. Then when we meet, sometimes they want to meet face to face, so we have to go to Japan, or they will come here. Okay, right? For Just go screw. For a screw. <laughs> so it's very waste time. And then, and the, the funny thing is, Container does not allow webcams. You know, we do everything by phone. Huh? Yeah, at wow. that time. Oh, you're so talking it's about also 2010, 2014. 20... Oh, okay. <laughs> we have we have our own voice over IP, uh-huh. but we can be our our laptops all no camera, cannot bring camera. Okay, Why? So right. it's very hard to sometimes talk to Japanese because they are, they, you know, like sometimes- They're they are not native English speakers. Yeah, they're uh, not native English speakers. So it's very hard to understand. So they prefer face to face. And you have to wait for them to book, to come. And then after that, when you come, in the meeting sign it's not productive also because we are doing the same thing again. I'm showing the you, same information. You're repeating yourself. Yeah, I'm repeating the same thing. And then the engineers cannot do a, 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 a like a, a decision there, and he will turn to his manager and talk in Japanese now. Eh? Okay, then we we move forward. (laughs) So that is the very stark contrast. Okay, okay? but of course with BMW and everything is also almost the same. But of course they are nearer in proximity. Yeah, so it's easier. It's easier and same language, so it's a bit faster. Mm. Okay, but it's almost the same lah. Okay, you have the levels of approvals and everything. So one time the chance encounter is that uh one of the the account managers he came to me and he said there's a new customer, new car company. They want to try to check if they can their new car in a bigger volumes they want to use the our advanced radar okay but they but uh they are not not a big customer lah. so the the uh, car manager just tell me okay what can we provide from what we have off the shelf yeah uh-huh. <clears throat> with a certain requirement a very uh, a, like one or two pages lah, uh-huh. that they want to have so i i look through it law. then i say hey it's actually not nothing much to, to change. Uh, just a few things. Connectors and everything. Uh, so I did like a rough proposal. You know, I just say, okay, we can do this roughly. Uh, what do you think? So the the, the accountant said, you talk to them. Uh, because you know, like middle management, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I talk to them. Okay. Hey, hey, uh, so I talked to them. Hey, Tesla. So I don't know about Tesla much that time. Prior yeah. to that, you never heard of Tesla. I only saw a Model S, I know. Uh, in Germany. In Germany. La. I know uh-huh. they, they are a car company. Okay. But I didn't know what they're doing at that time. I see. So okay, then yeah, I, I I email them uh, and say, uh I just no, just like saying, okay, we can do this. And then very far, I think it's not, I think it was like less than half a day. They came back, yes, let's do this. And then uh I say, but we have to change something, is Uh we need some time to, to get approval. If you cannot change, I'll change for you. Wow. I'll give you the 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 like our design, you uh, uh-huh. change it, and then you just go through see can you produce for us? Uh? Wow. So they are very proactive, you know, they 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 do not like wait, supplier, you do uh, everything you do, mm. you know, so they they know that what they want and they have the expertise, they are, they are willing to try. Mm. So although their volumes are very small, I think that time they were asking like less than 10,000 mm. and it's was like just the first run, they are even not sure that they will use us, just that they want to, you know, like see which suppliers can, can provide for them la. and then I think that was like the early phases of uh, model three. I see. Now only later I found out la, But That time I don't know. So I, I see. thought they were just like a normal car company testing us out So, uh, then that time there was like feel different, I See, you see, like before previously, uh, you want to get a, a, a answer right from from Japan, even with the time difference, or you take two weeks. But yeah. this one is even time difference with US also, but very fast. Yeah. So they yeah. can really like, you know, okay, let's let's do this, let's change this. Then I want. When can you give us the samples? When can you do this change in wow, your current like production? Rapid, right? Very fast. Okay. The, the, the one that is slowing them down is actually us. It's <laughs> not them, right? Because of course if you want to produce like one even one thousand, so we have to go through a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. after that, I hand it over back to the account manager. manager. And I, I have no more. And and at that point of time, did it already spark
2: to you that, oh, I should You were already investing, right? During that time, right?
0: Uh, no, Tesla, no. Tesla like started in 2018, actually.
2: Oh, so but ah. during that time, you were already investing. Yes,
0: already, already in investing. Already investing. In industries. No?
2: Did that incident not spark you? What? So you
0: waited only until 20, your encounter four with that was- Four years, right? Mm. Four years, yeah. Yeah, so at that time, only I started to like, uh, think, hey, like, EVs looks promising. Mm. But I did not go to Tesla straight away. I see. Because I at that time, I have uh, driven the smart EV. Uh, the car sharing platform. Okay. And I've also driven my colleagues' uh, Nissan Leaf. Oh, Nissan Leaf, yes. 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 So I was talking to him also, uh, like, how is it to own the EV in, uh. in Germany? Uh. At that time, we, also, our office just only had one of the chargers. Okay. Only one, uh, Only 2014. One. 2014, 2015. Okay. <clears throat> only one. So it's actually, it's fine, nothing wrong. If, uh. Nissan Leaf at that time his his range was like 150 kilometers only, <laughs> but he said it's just enough for city driving. Yeah, Every yeah, day yeah. I drive, I, I plug in here after I after my work, I got full charge ready. Yeah, yeah. So I feel eh hey, okay, okay. Oh. then uh-huh. I I drove his car. I have eh hey, quite quite good or oh. very uh-huh. nippy, you know, like a go kart. yeah. I drive the smart EV, so I like it. So I feel eh hey, EV actually not bad. Oh. Mm. and then. Uh, also, around 2014-15 I was driving on the autobahn, and suddenly a Model S also overtook me. Oh, what car were you driving then? If you don't uh, BMW. Okay, I uh, was driving a three series. Yeah. Three series, and then the the Model S is <laughs> yes, zoop. I was already driving at two hundred kilometers per hour. Oh. <laughs> so it, that was also very fast. So yeah. I, if suddenly that opened my mind, I said, I thought like electric cannot go so fast. Because <laughs> yeah. when I, mean, I drove the Smart, right, the most it can go ninety kilometers per hour. Uh, 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 uh. But how come this one can go and no sound? Yeah. So. Hmm, okay then i i started to look into like evs mm. and then uh with the chance encounter so then i thought hey also i think tesla was doing that so i just mm. read through no study but i did not invest straight away at time because that time tesla was like maybe bankrupt you know can uh, go bankrupt yeah, anytime yeah, yeah it was a right? big risk, so yes we don't know and then also then only i started to like notice you know the like elon musk uh. and i started to notice uh uh, the car industry lah, how it works I see How how the how, you were how still we with Continental work. that time right yes until 2015 then I, I left it, I left Continental to come back to, to Malaysia I see then in 2018 I start to wow. to, to really put money into it I after see. you know after going through like thinking back hey, I think Tesla is getting famous eh. you know, ah. Tesla is uh, showing people that I think EVs are the way to move forward lah. okay mm. okay so during
2: this time, uh, your probably your entire uh, journey of investing, uh, were you guided or did you had help in understanding accounts, and financial statements and all that, or mainly it was very still very big picture kind of investing?
0: No, I, I, very big picture. At the time, I still only when I started to back in in Malaysia uh-huh. about two years ago, I started to really look into the the financials. I so see. previously, I was just looking like annual reports, I just listening to earnings calls. Ah. Just listening and seeing and, and looking at how do they plan to grow. I see. Uh, what are they doing? Very are they making money? La. Very, very qualitative. Just looking at looking at trends Like uh like for example, the the EV trend. Okay. So I what well actually well actually also one of the 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 event that sparked me to, to look into EV is that in Continental we get newsletters. Okay. The industry newsletters. So one of the the one that really uh I think changed my life is that from KPMG? The 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 the, the report was uh, mobility in the future. Ah, so they were talking about how in the future people will not own cars mm. because they are looking at a trend where if you ask millennials, right, would you want to own a car? I say, no, I want to just be mobile. I, owning the car is no more a status symbol. Mm. So uh, they are also looking at like. Automo- autonomous driving and mm. that was in 2014, 2013, mm. 2015, that time, okay. la, that time okay. when okay. I got the report, newsletter. Okay. newsletter yeah. So they were talking and also uh, renewables will be a trend because mobility needs a lot of energy also, mm. about 30, 30% I think transportation uh, carbon emissions. right? So they, they also say that if they move towards renewables, it will reduce the carbon emissions. So from there, then I started to look into like what companies I actually, at, yeah, I actually invested in BMW and Mercedes first too, ah, okay. for the EV revolution because mm. BMW had the i3 at that time. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And then I thought if uh, EVs are to move forward, the best bet will be Mercedes and BMW. Correct. Because when, when we work with technologies, with radar, everything, also they will start first. I see. So so I, I actually invested in them. Yeah. But did you after uh, investing into Tesla? Did you
2: did you reduce the stuff? Yeah, state? I
0: sold everything. <laughs> of
2: course. <laughs> Great. Um. Now, um, if you don't mind me asking, what what uh, when you came back to Malaysia, and you kind of like how would I say, uh, there you had newsletters. Did you have friends when you were investing in Germany before? Yeah, actually, very lonely.
0: Very ah. lonely. No, 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 nobody, because we don't talk much about personal finance in, in Germany. I see. So it was very lonely. But my best friend, my, my very good friend, uh actually we he he's an Apple user. He likes <laughs> to use ah. Apple. Ah. So we were actually talking also. I asked him, what why do you like to use Apple? He ah. said, yeah, very nice. And he showed me. And then I'm not using iPhone also. Okay. So then then we discussed. Uh, What do you think? uh, Would you like keep buying Apple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. then I I buy, uh, I buy some, and invested with him also. He also invested a bit. (laughs) That was twenty. That was very long time. Yeah, I think 2012 or 2012. I already started with, with, yeah. So you bought
1: Apple before? uh, Even before
0: the one to seven split. I can't remember what year was that, but the one to seven split, because my friend, that friend, he, he does not he doesn't do any investment on okay yeah. it's actually, I, was, I was the one who say hey why don't we just buy the shares? Ah? yeah 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 right and then he was saying Then yeah, after we bought right hey split to seven what does it mean <laughs> I got, yeah. and that, that you was, lost
1: you lost one seven yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that Six, was seven. A, yeah that was a time
0: why I remember is that because he asked me that he uh. said hey split one to seven or how then then less <laughs> money <laughs> what? and then noah that's it and then the the thing is our brokerage, right, needs three days to book the, the price, you know. Oh, so that means when you saw the list 170? What happened he, he to you? He asked me, yeah, he asked me. Oh, what happened to <laughs> that? <then>, <happened laughs> don't worry, don't worry, you wait.
1: Yeah, yeah. uh, uh, the the, 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 the share that came back, back, back in. in, in, in uh, uh, okay. Right. So I, I think it was a great time to buy uh, for Apple because I don't know if you remember in 2012, 2013, right? There was the whole talk of the Chinese smartphones coming in. Mm. And so they was immediately comparing, hey, you see, like this, yeah. this, this apple's Nokia, right? Yeah. yeah Apple yeah. being Nokia, but yeah. turn it around. So I think now, like, I guess. So you got into Tesla 2018, right? Um, what were some of the key triggers for you to get into Tesla? And what's the case for Tesla, yeah. you would yeah. say?
0: So uh the, the conviction grew over time now. Mm. When I started, it was early 2018. There was a very small percentage. I was just very big picture. I was thinking that, okay. Since BMW and Daimler is not doing anything, so why don't I try just a bit? I think at that time I bought it was like two hundred eighty dollars per share before the split. So okay. after split, it's like sixty dollars. Okay. So just bought. I think bought ten only. Okay. Very little. Very little just amount. Just to money. test water lah. Just to test, yeah. And then, if you remember the funding secured tweet. Oh yeah, August, yeah 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 the, yeah. The, the, the I sold it is... off. <laughs> oh, you didn't like that. Yes, because I think this is. This is uh this is not something that we should uh believe. Uh, I mean, yeah, 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 some yeah. Per- the the CEO can just cinchai, yeah. <laughs> say things, <like> that, <laughs> and then the thing go up and then go down, you know, like yeah. not for me yet. Okay. And then I started to look into who is Elon Musk. Only at the time I started to think, uh, who is he? What why is he doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can he move markets? Right. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And then in uh about December, November, I after I feel that hey, actually he's his background is actually quite good, uh. yeah His his Twitter is just bullshit, uh. Don't really <laughs> follow so much. And then, okay, never mind. A bit better uh. A uh. bit, a bit, a bit. That's that I grow. Then at that time, I started to uh the the big I think the biggest uh the conviction. biggest factor mm. that makes my conviction so strong is that the speed of their innovation is uh. simply their agility. I see. Yeah. The, the mode is actually the agility. It's not like the battery technology or their EV or what I think the agility, The culture. The culture there. And which you cannot saw, be easily uh, duplicated. And you saw
2: that glimpse in 2014 when you first deal with them. And yes. Then,
0: and then I, I thought back you said eh, yeah, oh, it's totally different now, nah, the yeah. stark contrast. And see, there are so many anecdotes nowadays. If you if you look, uh, it, it really uh it gave me even more conviction nowadays because. Only recently the one of the agile uh one of the employees, I think he was like a consultant of 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 uh, Tesla. He, I think he worked in 2020, 2019, or something okay, like that. Okay. He had he, he just came out and 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 talked about the agility in, in Tesla. Yeah. He's uh his Joe Justice, if you have
2: Wow, what a name if you can find, Joe yeah. Justice, okay. Yeah, he has yeah. many
0: anecdotes, and if, maybe if you can share, I can I can talk a bit. Yeah. yeah so yeah. That, that's what builds the My conviction.
2: Actually, there was also a very public, uh, you remember the semiconductor, they're still going semiconductor shortage, right? Tesla was the first to come out and say, we will reprogram so that we can make sure that the the car can go into other chips. I was like, oh my God, even Mercedes. Because correct me if I'm wrong, Kevin, a lot of these uh, traditional uh, automotive companies, uh, they're so rigid in their process. They're not willing to no, change that screw cannot. This exactly. one cannot. Right, right, right.
0: Yes. Yeah. And that that is true. Yeah. That is, that's why I, I totally believe what Tesla has done. Yeah. Because to go into the firmware yeah. and to change it so that your car can work with a different chip yeah. wow. it's not an easy process, especially in the in the other automotive companies. Mm. They're the not willing that, to take that risk also like. Definitely. And and the, the thing is nobody wants to no nobody is empowered mm-hmm. to say that. I'll take this responsibility I change it ah, even if they have engineers inside I see Yeah because sometimes if there are so many obstacles right you mm. need to like get a budget you need to get uh 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 like financial analysis what if we change what if the production stops you yeah. know there are so many and then, then then there's a there's a testing round to go oh. after you change mm. and all this costs money I so see. no one is going to take the the risk so if you go to mineral manage management, right, they will they will look at the numbers, say, hey, but you test this, I need to stop the line, I need to every testing cost like 1 million euros. I'm not gonna do this. I see. Who's gonna eh? do this? So just wait, lah. <laughs> la. Push the supplier, hey, faster, faster. You know, that's, all, that's all they can do. And and from the Joe Justice uh, podcast, right? Uh, he said Tesla uses machine learning to make testing so cheap that you can do running changes. Wow, this is insightful. You have you have uh, you have uh, like a, a normal Toyota car. You see like facelift, right? That's ah. the only change they do actually. Mm, mm, mm. Every Inside, two years, everything is the same. Everything is the same. Everything must be the same up to the final screw. But in Tesla, they do changes every three hours. <laughs> every three hours, you know, <laughs> they have agility. They use the software agility process mm. into hardware manufacturing. My gosh. If you have if you have the, the time to go through that Joe Justice podcast, right? Uh. It really is really eye-opening how fast they can really uh adapt adapt and they empower all each employee up to the swip, floor sweepers wow to, to you know every little bit that you do as long as it's for the mission mm. do it wow without like without uh, approval without approval yeah as long as you can show that it it is improved. And then they are not afraid to fail mm. that's the thing they are not afraid to fail so you can see from Elon Musk's company like SpaceX yeah how many rockets exploded yeah, before man. they land one? Yeah. Not, Boeing is not going to do that. Yeah. See, up to now, Boeing has not even flew one because yeah. they are afraid. Yeah. What if it blows up? Yeah. But Elon Musk is not afraid to fail. So, And the thing is that they, they built their process in such a way that it's the, the feedback loop is very fast. Mm. So if they do something and go testing, fail, let's do a different way. Wow. Instead of waiting two years and then see in the, the customer review, this is not bad, <laughs> okay, then let's just move on. It's like too slow. So the feedback loop is there and the the way they built the 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 system is such that um, if you if you if you are in the software field, right, the 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 scrum way of working, right? Ah yes. That's how Elon Musk has built the culture in the the company. uh. Yeah. So for context of the
2: audience, the scrum way is like rugby, you know, when you get everyone into it. You that's the problem yeah. scrum it
0: out get it yes. out and and, and, and working yeah. And, yeah and then this this works because of the way that they set it up mm. so if you if you go to the podcast again the the uh the Joe Justice said that every employee has an and uh, you can use your own phone mm-hmm. you'll install like about 20 apps from Tesla oh so the the and it's very open that means up to the finances of the company you can see from the app <laughs> So you get a feedback, you know, whatever you are doing, the reviews, the service, the deliveries, numbers, wow. everything can be sound from the app. So there are metrics everywhere. And then in the in the factories and in their offices, right, they have big screens to show what is the current problems. Wow. So you can have a very fast feedback. Let's say uh the, the current problem is that uh tires are not being screwed on properly, mm. right? So there's a red thing shining, and then whoever Feels that hey, I can I can contribute. Mm. I'm not doing much now. Mm. I can contribute, I think I have an idea. So he they can go through the app, they can just look at who is looking at this problem. Who's now. the PIC now? La? Yeah, who who is in who is like the, the owner now, like that, then he said, hey, I think I have an idea. So he can either just go straight to that person or you no know, email or something, just go say, hey, I think let, let's try this. Wow. So there is a there is like a very openness, transparent way of of hashing out. Uh, solutions. I see. So once they once they do it, then they can they have their, their lines also set up in such a way that they can actually take the the in-production uh product, they can mm-hmm. take one out, okay, do their changes, put it back in. And then it's all uh, tracked through their to their through their system. Okay. And then once it goes, then it goes into the the testing. So for this particular change, right, they do a testing now right? they see if the change will bring any adverse effects. And they have that automated testing. Okay. And that is the, the secret sauce of the Tesla manufacturing is that they can do a lot of testing automatically at a very low cost instead of like the Daimler and everything. Mm. So that, then you can see the feedback very fast. I see. And you say, hey, it works. Okay, push it out. Okay, Use it. Doesn't matter. Mm. Use it first. Okay. And then it goes into the field. And then you see there are any problems. There's no problem, right? This change will be put into your permanent, next one. It's permanent, permanent change. Go yeah. in. Just wow. do it. So it's very fast. That's why some people will say that. Like, uh, in in our normal uh, product, when we buy cars, right? We say we wait for the next one. <laughs> we don't buy the now na- <laughs> the now the, 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 the latest one will be better, yeah, 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 But Tesla is actually every car is actually can be different. I see. The car that you buy now is actually the latest one already. I see. Because the yeah. changes are invisible to the consumer. We we don't know actually. That's why you can see sometimes the same model here, right? You have a different battery, you have a different screw, you have ah. a different back part, you have a different front part. So that's how they, they I do I thing. love
2: it when, you know, Tesla, there was a time when um I, I think Elon also got brick bags for this. I can't remember which specific model, but they actually unlocked the the battery range uh, or or the features of the car because of a disaster like a hurricane or something. Yes. I remember I, I don't I don't remember which year, but then uh, a lot of users say oh you charge me this extra mm-hmm. uh much for premium of the car yeah. but actually it's just a software yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: this is not yeah. Actually, yeah. This, <laughs> is, this is nothing new this is nothing new actually. yeah yeah even yeah. 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 when, when I when I own the BMW right yeah. on the display uh, uh-huh. if you look properly right you can see actually there are icons for like uh, advanced driving you have icons for the radar you have icons for the, but my car does not have that Okay. So they are using actually the same display. They switch it off for me. <laughs> my car, my car at that time, right, uh, there's no Bluetooth. Uh-huh. I, I didn't pay for the Bluetooth It's uh-huh. a used car, no uh-huh. Bluetooth. Uh-huh. Then I go to the service, say, uh, I, I need Bluetooth for my phone. Can, can How, how to buy, I can install it. No need to install. Pay 99 euros, we can activate it. <laughs> So it's actually the same thing. It's actually <laughs> being done all the while mm. in the legacy auto. Yeah. It's just that now Tesla has made it like normal, mm. you know. And even and there's an Mm-mm. anecdote from the Joe Justice as well. Yeah. Uh, he he uh the the Model 3 at that time when they launched, it can only charge using 125 kilowatts, I think. Okay. So it's like a low power, not not a very high power charging. Okay. So one of the engineers was thinking that. I think I have a way to solve it by changing the, the cabling a bit. You okay. can take more charge. Okay, Instead, Take, take more a higher voltage. Take more power. Yeah, yeah. More power to make a fast charging. So they did the change. They put it into the cars first. They did not activate anything first. So, a, 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 up to a certain manufacturing date, right, all the cars is actually already can do high power charging. Okay. So then they put it into the, the market first and see if there's anything with low power, anything problem. No problem, right? Activate it. Okay. Then, Suddenly overnight can go to 150 kilowatts. Wow. So it's the same thing, la. So they do running changes, they 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 make a lot of changes actually all the while. And it's just that they lock it or what to just to test and see if there's any problems before they, they push it out. Okay. So that is really unheard for, unheard of uh before like the software way of building things. I see. Mm. I, I want to peel just a little bit deeper on.
2: So you, Tesla has to rely on a lot of These suppliers and these tier one automotive suppliers are so used to the way that the traditional uh, sorry for the lack of Mm -hmm. vocabulary traditional automotive suppliers have they kept up the times and who are the ones that you see right from your experience uh, in the value chain keeping up with tesla because instead of just investing in tesla you can invest in the guys who are keeping up with tesla as well
0: right uh i think a lot of suppliers can actually be very fast. Okay, can actually be very fast. It's just of the processes of the OEMs to, to keep up to say that okay, we can accept this new technology. I see. So I see. Sometimes also, I mean, if you are like a, if you are like a a, a boss, right? Mm. You don't want to cannibalize your your current products with ah, new technology. I see. Right, so you trickle it out. I see. So you say, hey, wait, 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 let me, let me, let me <laughs> amortize my current volumes first, then okay. only I sell the newer more advanced camera or more advanced tire or whatever. I see. So I think that is what is blocking a lot of the manufacturers as well. I see. And also <clears throat> another thing is that I think Tesla is agile in not only uh not only their own manufacturing, but they also can do things that if you cannot do, we'll do it first. Ah. So the one very big example is their their seats. Mm. The car seat is actually done by Tesla themselves mm. Because they learned from their Model S years, uh, their early years, that no car seat manufacturer will provide uh that kind of volumes for them. I see. So the then they say, hey, you don't want to give us we do? Uh? So we do Then it's really engineers go and source the ladder, try to fix it, you know, and make even a better car seat now. Yeah. So that's the vertical integration that they're not afraid to to do. Because uh. I remember there was a show, Sandy Monroe. Yeah
2: uh car reviewer, he complained to Elon straight in the face. He said, "Oh, your your old your first Model Three, right? The car seats was just horrible." Mm. And they were willing to change in a short span of about one or two years. Huh? yeah straight away they had a new car seat. He said, "Oh my God!" He says, "This is the best car seats he's ever sat on." Yeah. And many cars he's reviewed many many cars. Yes, and okay.
0: yes. Sandy yeah. Monroe was also like amazed by the first time that he tore down he had an early Model tree. Correct. And then he said, the, the, like, just one more year after that, the Model tree is like, inside is a lot of difference. Correct, correct. One part can have 33 changes and there's no car manufacturer in the world that's going to do the change during the production. Yeah. yeah, At that
1: speed. No. Yeah, it's insane. That, eh? that, that also probably explains why <clears throat> they need to <clears throat> keep raising capital, right? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. all of this means that, uh, means one lab, it's one very fun lab essentially. Yeah. The, these uh, factories, right? Yeah. just bunch of you know giga brain people coming in to just try something yeah. out. Failure yeah. probably gonna happen. Yeah. But, you know, that's why they need the capital. Yes. And that's why it, that's why it probably makes sense for, you know, investors to give them capital. Yes. Right?
0: At the early days, at the early days is true. But mm. now they have capital. So mm. I think don't I don't think there'll be capital raisers in the near future. Okay. If they yeah. can, they are very then, self-sufficient really. Okay. If you're looking at the the way that they can uh because they actually their operating efficiency is actually top notch. Okay, their margins—they are—they are—they are are looking at uh, industry-leading margins. Okay. So for the operating margin, right, like uh, even Deutsche Bank came out with a note last week that they are looking at the near term, uh, mid-term, they will go at 20 percent and above. Okay. So that is already industry-leading. Okay. And then net margins will be like on the the mid-teens. Okay. And but even it's very, that's very, very, good very for good, uh, good. Net
2: margin, very good yeah. for automotive. So we sound like we are just putting Tesla on the pedestal and nothing can go wrong. What, what do you think <laughs> are the biggest risks uh, for Tesla? Uh, where, where do you From your from your expertise in the automotive industry and as an investor, where, what do you think can go wrong, possibly go wrong?
0: I think uh, if I'm really, really honest, uh, uh. to be frank, uh, the, the Chinese competition is quite real. Uh. Okay. The Chinese competition is quite real. Okay. Uh, the If the Chinese can uh, capitalize on their uh, resources, especially their natural resources, okay. in terms of the battery, okay. it could affect uh, Tesla very badly. Because Tesla is also uh, dependent a lot on the natural resources, like the, the lithium, the nickel, manganese, okay. and all those okay. for the batteries. Okay. So I think that's the main, I think that's the only big risk I see. Uh, that's I see. more realistic risk. Uh, if Do you're you... talking about, uh, okay. if you are talking about like quality or if you are talking about like range or technology I think Tesla has a very wide lead I see in terms of cost do you remember roughly how much uh, does the battery make up because I have some number but I may, may be wrong yeah. yeah, so the industry is currently about $110 to $113 per kilowatt hour per kilowatt hour so on average a car a mid sized rate car will be like 50 mm. kilowatt hours mm. so that will be like 5000 Plus dollars, dollars for the battery pack. There's a pack level that means already <coughs> the big part okay. the cell will be of course cheaper a bit. Okay, but the pack level is like about that range. Uh, industry is paying that. Okay, there are research that's saying that Tesla is actually already in the below one hundred. Okay, on the pack level. Okay, and Tesla has a has a has a plan that they release in the battery day that they will try to go down up to fifty to I think fifty five dollars. You if know, I'm mistaken. Wow, half. Yeah, in the kilowatt hour. That's they have a plan already. Have shown a okay. plan. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, so that that will really bring down prices. Yeah, because
2: now. if you're looking at a Model Three in the US,
0: it's about what thirty three thousand, thirty four thousand. No, the cheapest I think now is like after so many price raises. I think it's forty one. Uh. Okay, forty one. And the
2: battery right now you were saying is about five six thousand US dollars, right? For that range. E- yeah, for that range.
0: Yes. I'm yes. trying to just get a ballpark yes. figure. Uh. So yes. at a six 40, seven thousand uh, five, five, uh, Okay,
2: yeah. okay. Let's say let's say five thousand. So forty thousand is one eighth of the price. Uh. Mm. Then I'm just trying to understand the the cost uh, for an mm. EV car. So battery one eighth. Uh the other stuff, which is the LiDARs, the ADAS, and all that kind of thing. You, would you that would you would s- I think
0: 20% from my experience, uh the cost for a radar it's about 60 euros because when I was in Canada, we have that okay about 60 euros on the on the on the part on the supplier on side on the la. supplier side yeah we sell to them I see So I about see. 60 okay and okay. cameras will be slightly more expensive depending on the quality the la. quality la. okay so I would say also around maybe a bit slightly cheaper actually cameras are a bit slightly cheaper because there are less uh computation I see less moving parts so I, I think Let's say on average a car would be about eight, at least must have eight cameras okay. currently. Okay. Eight cameras, so maybe like four hundred dollars, okay. four hundred dollars. Okay. And then you have the parking sensors, all those are very commodity really. So yeah. that may be like another fifty, hundred dollars. Okay. So I think the main park- thing is the 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 entertainment and the control. Oh, okay. Uh, I think more expensive. Uh. That's wow. more expensive. Oh, la. okay. It's, the that's control close. systems, yeah. So those big screens,
2: you know, Tesla was the first to introduce yes. those
0: huge <laughs> That was, that, that is actually, I think, takes up more. I think that takes up at least, including the computers and everything. I yeah. think That takes, I, I I might be wrong. Yeah. I'm not, not really This is our ballpark, yeah, just right, anyway. ballpark, I yeah. would say, at least $1,000. I see. At I least, see. If with, the, with the current advancement. Like Mercedes, I would say at least two thousand Mercedes yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I
2: I've not re, I don't remember Tesla's numbers for cox. Ah. I, I don't know whether they break mm. it down until that much. The, they they have, don't
0: break it down until that much, ah. yeah. they just uh, they just the cost of good sale is only but they 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 can get on the automotive margins, they got about on the top line I ah, think yeah. about thirty plus percent. Gross margins. Gross so. margins,
1: yeah. Right. Yeah. Is there one car uh that is not tesla right now that you think is close what do you think is yeah. the closest brand right now yeah um, Remax. let's say my second choice la,
0: let's say yeah. for, for more realistic uh, not, yeah. not Remax la, Remax <laughs> is
1: another level like the yeah, bugatti yeah. level but yeah. let's say a
0: realistic choice i would say uh, see it's very hard to, to look <laughs> 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 i think NIO, Chinese company. The NIO, the right? Okay, okay. Uh, more for practical reasons. More practical. Like- La, practical, reliable, yeah. and then uh, at least that they have a clear vision that they want to put all their effort into EV.
1: EVs. La. I see, I
2: see. What other interesting stocks uh, do you have in your portfolio that you're looking at right now, actually? Uh, maybe
1: it's not in your portfolio. So yeah Maybe but you uh, on your yeah.
2: KIV,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, I
0: have, okay, so what I have now mainly is tech. So Microsoft and, and Apple is also the other big, uh, okay. big uh, chunk. Okay. I'm actually looking at more on the, the payments technology. Okay. So like, now, you know, like crypto, like, uh, like uh, Square. Yes, yeah, like Square, all those Stripe. things, but I'm not looking at Square. I, uh. I actually have uh, Shift 4. Oh shif
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the, the guy yeah.
0: who went to the to the to the space yeah. with uh with the SpaceX. I'm actually looking at that. What I think that is special with them is that they provide the whole integration. Yeah. So they have that the loyalty aspect, they have the payment aspect, they have the uh technology aspect. So I think instead of just like a pure payment processor, they're actually providing like top top to bottom. Uh, Vertical integration, vertical la. vertical of, uh, of converting paying customers, mm. or something like that. Yeah. Wow.
2: So that's why I'm, I'm looking at this la. is the guy, uh, Gerald Isaacman. Isaacman, yeah. He he sponsored the whole. Uh, what's the name? Inspiration the, four. Inspiration four trip to the to to the. It uh, mm. flew higher than the international space station, and yeah. the reason I I got very interested also, but I haven't studied the finance because, this guy can actually fly in a Gulfstream five fifty. So I this this guy you know kind of he made his money from uh, uh shift from the payment,
1: yeah. Yeah, from the payment, uh, yeah. So why 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 is it that specifically that he just that
2: mentioned uh, the, the the integration soft. of
1: payment. What is the how do how do you say is the progress? Or is it it's already in progress that people are already uh, using uh, it and they, things like
0: that? yeah. They they have already they are still in the growth phase, very mm. early growth. Mm. Uh what I what I see is that they the the way that he he acquires customers is that. It provides the. I mean, the company provides like a, a very uh, comprehensive solution. Ah. Mm. so you take up the the pain points of looking for a, a payment processor mm. that can take all kinds of payments. Mm. You take away the uh, pain of uh, the point of sale. Mm. They take away the pain of uh, inventory, mm. and then he also provides like, analytics okay. on the on your on your sales on your inventory. I see, and then. The, the payment charges is very competitive. I see, as opposed to like Square or or PayPal or others. So and it's very it's very it, it has very much a lot of flexibility. So I can see that it's on the uh the software side is strong I mean, you know how how he can he can change with the times. How this company is like changing with the times. Yeah, mm. have you done comparison? Uh, uh,
2: that company to probably guys like Stripe and everything. I know Stripe is not publicly
0: listed. Yeah. Uh, but have, have you done that comparison? Or? Uh, no, not actually. I see. Not actually. Okay. I've actually done comparison with that with Shopify. Ah, okay. So Shopify was also previously uh, on my radar. Okay. But I did not invest because I think that their, their uh model is very easily copied. I see. Because they they are more or less. If I'm wrong, I'm not, I don't know, but yeah. at that time I was looking at. They are just providing a platform for people to sell their own stuff. I see, in the easier way, of course, with their okay. own branding. But okay. I think that can be done in a lot of uh, very, uh, easy done, very easily la. replicated la. Okay, okay, mm. right. Great. Right.
2: great, great. Um, probably I want to start moving into uh your your face as an investor. Now you mm. were very qualitative, uh, very uh big picture trends and mm. understanding this right and maybe did, did you evolve when you like uh, started to understand financial statements and everything and how has that if, if there's a skill or certain skills or certain checklists that help you improve what would that what would mm-hmm. that be actually
0: so I uh, that, that what that is what brought me to the SIB I see so during the MCO I was uh, looking at because I already have my US portfolio okay then during the MCO my my wife uh, has a has a very small uh, portfolio in in the Busa. okay so she was asking me uh, what what can I do or what 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 Malaysian companies can be can be can be invested la, yeah. to, to find out? So I was just looking quite aimlessly trying to find what are the trends or what what can Malaysian companies do. And I found that it's very hard to find the, the information readily available. I see so it's very it's very um, it's not so big picture mm. like what the US has. And a lot of are, are not consumer facing. Mm. So then I thought, okay, if it's not consumer facing, I really need to understand the management, I really need to understand the financials. Yes. So uh, I went to a lot of uh, like YouTube's and 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 uh look at what what is available online. Yeah. So I chanced upon you guys because uh Z ah, came, Zied, came yes, on Zied, your Zied, podcast yeah. very early. Yeah. So actually how I got to know Zet is that in the lawyer forum, ah. I actually have a thread. About Tesla. I see. I started that about 2019. And I wrote my thesis. I wrote, you know, like just discussing and trolling some people. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then a lot of them were saying that uh, you, you Tesla will not be 20x in yeah, 2019. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no one is, go- it's not going to be one trillion. Are you crazy? <laughs> but everything is written on the internet. So you it won't, it won't, it's who has, proof. Uh, it's evident. Who has the last laugh now, right? Yeah. So uh, from there, then Zed. Connected to me, uh-huh. and then uh, when he went on the podcast, I also listened to you guys, and I thought, eh, hey, uh, very interesting because mm. you are in Malaysia, right? Yeah. So I thought, okay, I want to learn. Then I also chance upon your SIB. Okay. And at that time, yeah, I what what triggered me to to pay for your course is that you say that you have a checklist. Yes. Of uh, what to look for. So I thought, why not, mm. right? So I I went through your course. Huh? then then. Uh, I, I use that as a rough guide uh, mm, to mm. go through the thought process mm, mm, mm. and then of course you also have some like uh quick dives on on different companies in in Malaysia yeah and I think that's very resourceful because I don't have exposure uh on the on the business side of things so I'm, I am only like very consumer oriented mm, mm. so what you bring towards the you know like like power generation companies you mm. know all those things like yen all, yeah, all yeah, those yeah, yeah. back behind the scenes on uh, we don't know yeah but you from you, from your side, then I get the, like, ideas. Huh? Yeah. Then only I follow your checklist and see if it's worthwhile to invest. To invest. And yeah. then I do the research and then I I just, like, cross-check myself and just ask my wife, hey, you think this is okay? Huh? She said, okay, I I. It's interesting, your wife is also invested because most of the time... It's she's like, not active. She's not active. No. But at least she still take a little bit of interest to invest. Yes. she... Because uh, my father-in-law was, uh, was a stock investor. Ah. So uh, he he sometimes, inherited yeah us. not not inherited i mean he sometimes like uh, tell my wife hey you got some money buy this ah. then my wife just okay <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have much of an idea on, on like evaluation la. i see so she has like a small portfolio la. not not much okay. Yeah, okay then then she she told me uh mco nothing to do and right? uh we have some a bit of money put aside let's that's, that's invest la. i and see because of the because but, but she knows is that if there's a crisis, you should invest. That, yeah. That's what she knows. Wow, that's, that's good. That's why. That's why in, in the COVID time, at the, when the COVID March 2020, right? Uh, she thought that since our business cannot run, mm. why don't we we look into something to invest? I so see. Then she she said, okay, you you do it huh? That's interesting. Yeah,
2: man. Mm. Crisis invest, you know. Nah, yeah, right. The wife telling Yeah, yeah. Crisis from her, father, la, ah, from her father yeah, yeah, right,
1: yeah, right, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. So I mean like specifically about uh, SIB, right? Like when you look through the content, were there things that maybe you discovered that um, you didn't you didn't think of it before? Because that's what, that's what we always okay. try to find, right? Yeah. It's like we, we try to create something where people uh, never thought about it before. And we just want basically verification, right, whether yeah. that's true. Because some yeah. people say no, think okay. I know. We want to right. be a Tesla,
2: the feedback yeah, mechanism yeah. is the we we feedback. agile. Yeah, agile.
0: Uh, what I like was the methodologically way. The flow, the flow. Yeah, you start from the, you, you, you break it down also to qualitative and quantitative mm. because some people will say that, hey, just look at financials. Mm. or Some people just say, hey, don't need, la. you just look at the qualitative, mm. but both have its users. Uh. yes yeah. Yeah. So because you have both uh, like a guideline, mm. so I can actually know that, okay, I can break down my qualitative part into like, like you say the, the management, the mode, the addressable market, everything. Yeah, because yes. before that, I don't have like a structure. I'm just saying, hey, they are selling uh, fast food every day, you know, like McDonald's, right? Yeah. Okay, they are growing, okay, I I buy. But I didn't think of like how big can they address how big can they go? Correct. Right? How much can they capture? And what is the worth of their capturing? Mm. You know, all those things are nah. then that, that's what helped me to like at least structure a bit have it in a writing. Mm. So at least I can refer back and see, hey, I, I, I think I was wrong. Then yeah. I can I can do my decisions that way. Uh. Okay. Mm. Okay. And uh, you know, I still I still owe him one episode
2: which I've never gotten, which is the rights issue and all uh, that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just been so it's, it's too it's very complicated. In yes a very yes. complicated uh, Malaysian yeah. Capital uh and and even actions, even last actions. night
2: at about one something uh one of our followers actually texted me asking about because Yinsen is just going to issue a uh, one, bonus, one one bonus a yeah. uh, bonus and warrants which yeah. is actually in a way it's a rights are uh, yeah yes. in a way a rights uh. so they were confused because it's like they the 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 message they got from Yinsen's management is like I thought you were not going to raise capital, but they just won a FPSO project. Man. So mm. I think you're right. So even for me, it was confusing, you know, Kevin, mm. to understand all this. And um, I guess when documentation from these companies are being dished out, right? They don't explain it in a very layman terms. Uh. Yeah, they, give, I, they give you a stack of uh, exactly. documentation, how to
0: calculate, right? You look at the formula, if you're not- I think, it's, in prime, I think eh? the
1: problem with Malaysian companies is that they do what's legally really required. Yes.
0: That's right. Um, in the, I think in the
1: Discord, I just put
0: a, a part of the insert, uh, the, the the statement. They uh, say that they did this because they wanted to have uh, more participation of the of the investors in terms of share count while keeping maintaining the equity percentage. Yeah. So it's, what does it mean to <laughs> to no, the No, it doesn't make sense. So right? yeah. you have more share count, but your equity percentage is the same is still the same. Right? Yes, yes, yes. More same. pieces of the cake, but still put together, still one cake. <laughs> So it's, it doesn't make sense I, I mean what what makes me really frustrated about the Malaysian market is that they have so many of these kind of cap, cap, uh, corporate actions uh, yes yes it's like does it really bring value correct you know if they if they say that they okay they need to raise capital why don't they just do a simple like capital raise instead yeah. of like rights issues and uh, they call it uh, bonus, bonus is it I just mean, a split yeah I mean make it a split lah. Uh. yeah why, why must <laughs> it say all this like bonus like is it psychology is it like saying Yep. In the Asian way, you say, yes. hey, you got bonus, you get more, right? But it's actually the same.
2: Yeah, I don't know whether you watch one of the new episodes I added in, right? Bonus today, oh, it's supposed to be in that episode, sorry. Oh. In the past, bonus issue, you have to capitalize your equity. Mm-hmm. The new ruling does not need to capitalize equity. Meaning uh, you don't actually need to actually uh, take out share equity and and, and capitalize it. So what, in, in simple terms, bonus and share split, no difference now. Mm. Last time there used to be a difference. The okay. share split is just, you don't capitalize equity.
1: Mm. Now. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's purely documentation. It's do- yeah. purely, yeah. purely documentation already. Is, yeah. it, is, is it, is it two plus two or three plus one? That's essentially yeah, yeah, that's yeah. essentially the question. But yeah. at the end of the day, the results mm. is still the same. Right? Yeah. 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 But it's good. It's good to hear um some of your feedback, and you know, we're always very interested for those listening who are our clients or mm. want to be potential clients, right? That is, uh, I think, something we appreciate. We yeah. want to bring some of that Tesla culture in, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely,
0: I mean, I'm I'm not being paid by you guys, but yeah. it's How we definitely share? value for money. Uh. okay. It's definitely value for money. If you are talking. Uh, in competitive, on, the, on the landscape of, of those
1: so, sort of mm. gurus you know, and yeah, all investors, yeah. it's definitely a uh, uh, value for money. Which is only means with time to raise our prices. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Like Model 3 adjust. already raise
2: prices, right? Keep adjusting. Yeah, adjust, yeah. Keep yeah. adjusting. Yeah, adjust. and,
1: and I think, um,
0: do you enjoy the community you're in? in yes, way? exactly. Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons is also because of the community because when I started investing, it was very lonely. Yes. Yeah. So you don't get any like uh, feedback on your ideas. Yeah. So like now, I mean I contribute by by my by my research like in Tesla yes. or in other yeah, batteries, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I get from others like crypto. Yeah. You guys got a lot of crypto uh, uh insights, right? Then okay. I, I learn from there. I
1: wait, wait, wait you. till lunch. Uh, someone's yeah. gonna shield you crypto yeah. after this. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like yeah, I mean like I mean thanks to your research actually, that's why we decided to add Tesla into the portfolio. Exactly. Yeah, even though the, the software companies have been plunging right yeah but US. if you look long term year to date it's still up 20 percent, right? correct it's yeah. already good enough yeah, yeah exactly exactly
0: a lot of people was a lot of people was afraid you now like hey this week down elon musk selling right yeah but you just zoom out year to date right it's <laughs> already 20 percent. what are you asking for percent. Uh, if,
2: if you're a real value investor and you understand the value the, the 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 sum of parts of tesla and the culture right you should be happy every time the price goes down actually Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's most opportunity of, yeah. for you to collect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm also buying a bit, a bit, a bit whenever yeah. the it goes down to low, you no, know, like just a drop or whatever.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Actually whatever you, I can. Uh, you make me very tempted to add Tesla into my US. I, I haven't, uh, by the way. I sad story, I read Elon Musk's book way back twenty when he first came out. Uh, yeah. And I said, This guy is this guy is insane, you know, it's mm. a whole new level. And Eng, most engineers are technically very sound,
0: but yes. they're not commercially yes. sound. Yes. This guy is uh, all in one. Yes. You know? <laughs> he, he, he has a physics background yeah. and he also learns business. He also yeah. has a business degree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so this is the best in, in business, that's the best. If you are an engineer, if you are a technology company, that's the best of both worlds. Yeah. 100%. You can never find people like that. Yeah. I mean, not not in a hundred years I mean. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: The struggle will be key man race. So I don't know what yeah. the, the culture within Tesla, is it enough that Touchwood, if Elon Musk goes away, will it be strong enough
0: in your I, opinion? In my opinion, it is. Okay. Because it's already uh, ingrained in the in the in the culture. As you can see, even in China, the the culture is there. I see. So China has started to like uh, be more. The Ch- Tesla China is more public in in showing what oh. kind of innovation they are doing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. They they just released a, a marketing video. Okay. Usually Tesla doesn't do much marketing, yeah, but yeah, in yeah, China yeah. because they know in in China you need when you want to recruit people you need to show uh, the the strength right in yeah. the in the company. They don't want to be too too, too secretive. So they actually showed it out I mean, and it's quite autonomous in wow. a way that china uh, is managing themselves mm-hmm. so i believe that the key man risk is going lesser by the day i see i mean I see. if you're talking about like two or three years back i would say it's still very important okay but if, if if now if you are thinking about like 10 years in the future right i think now or next year or something like it will be quite a very good time to to start to think of uh, investing in Tesla. Because the key memories risk, I think, and also you, I'm talking, I, I just I said about the, the Chinese competitors, yes, the, yes. especially the battery part, not the product side, but okay. the battery part. If they can solve that, then I think the, the risks are very, very low that Tesla will be like, be less, worth less than it is now today. Great. great. Mm. Any further oh, questions? No, man. More uh, for lunch,
2: right? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> actually, I, yeah. I, I, I want to go on, but obviously, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, more,
1: more during lunch later. About confirm, <laughs> confirm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, yeah. Where, if if you want someone to find you, where can they find you?
0: Yeah. Um, publicly, you can go on Twitter. Okay. So I share. Uh, in on Twitter, I do a bit of sarcastic commentary <laughs> okay, on okay. on uh general goings on. Yeah. General yeah. going on. Yeah. And I also retweet or uh, put forward news about uh, Tesla, about the EVs, and I'm trying to uh, push Elon to come to uh, push Elon to bring Tesla to Malaysia as quickly as
1: possible. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not successful with that yet. We have only like what? Less than 10 Teslas in Malaysia. I think probably like. 20. It will grow, grow soon. Yeah. It will yeah. grow next year and, and, and the
0: following years. You look at his profile photo,
1: man. There, there you wouldn't there recognize know, him right? today. He yeah. <laughs> was very young. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah right, right, right. And, then, and yeah, so my Twitter will be uh, Kelvin, K E L V I N L Y M. L Y M, yes. Yeah. yeah. We'll put it in a link.
2: Uh, anywhere else? LinkedIn or Facebook? Uh, link
0: LinkedIn, also, you can follow me. You can find me. My my LinkedIn profile. As a very funny, I mean, I'm not very serious at that because I'm not <laughs> not actively uh looking for, a job, looking right? for a job already, but yeah. Uh you can see uh, entrepreneur, investor, and former mechanical simulations engineer
2: uh-huh.
0: once advised Elon Musk on a 22 billion corporate action. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he, he he did the the poll, remember? Uh, the yeah, 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 yeah. He wants yeah, to yeah. sell his he shares. His shares? Oh yeah. So, yeah. I consider myself once
1: advice nice. <laughs> that's, nice. that's a good meme right okay man guys look uh we're all gonna buy Tesla after this right obviously <laughs> so uh okay not financial advice yeah. guys but look if you are looking to invest in Tesla and already a Tesla investor I hope I know I'm very sure that right, this podcast has helped you a lot and of course if you like this sort of content this sort of podcast just share it with your friends right save a life Someone who doesn't buy a whole Tesla, right? Just send it to them, you know. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, uh, thank you, you so much. Yeah, Kevin. Thank, yeah. thank, thank like, you to
0: you guys as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh,
0: I, I appreciate the, the the opportunity to to speak to you guys and to uh, share what I have uh, learned from investing, yeah. and also hopefully that. Uh, if if Elon Musk sees this podcast, yeah. he will bring Tesla to Malaysia. Oh yes. well, man! If
1: Elon Musk watches this podcast, send it in three hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, yeah. Thank you for tuning. As usual, follow us on our other channels, our other YouTube channels. Uh, you know, Instagram, Telegram, whatnot, and uh, see you in the next one.